is a Bramble Jam podcast. This week on Yo Gavel Gavel, if you keep calling the police on your neighbor for parking in front of your house and going over your curb, are you entitled to money or is Judge Mathis going to tell you to get off his lawn? And if all you've ever wanted your entire life is a gold chain and you finally get one but then you break up, do you have to give it back or is it yours forever? Judge Jerry tells us real people, real cases, fake justice. This is Yo Gavel Gavel. Well, hello, everybody. In the chambers. This is an exciting day, Dan, because oh my gosh, a show so that is near and dear to our heart, oh. Yo Gavel Gavel. Some might um, say our favorite show. It might be our favorite show. Yeah. It has been behind the paywall of Bramble Jam Plus uh, for a few years now. Yes. Um, and um, we thought 2024 would be a good year to... Crack that thing crack back open. Crack it back open. open. I think the yeah. people, I think they society has finally caught up with Yo, Yo Gavel, Gavel Gavel. That's right. And it's time now to bring it back. So today here on the Deck the Hallmark feed, you're going to get a taste of uh, the gavel. A little taste. Because maybe you've never heard of something. it. Maybe you didn't know it existed. Mm. Dan and I, we love courtroom shows. TV courtroom shows. For and sure. uh, that's yeah. why we started the show. And uh, we're excited to break down two cases for you today. If you like what you hear, head over to Yo Gavel Gavel, wherever you're listening to the podcast and hit subscribe. You're going to be getting episodes weekly that's right. um, that have already been released to the Bramble, Bramble Jam, Jam Plus, Plus people. Feed. That's right. But now we're slowly trickling them out. That's right. To the, to the, the masses. Because here's the thing. Justice, it's, say, it's, the, it's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Amen. It depends on the courtroom, really. Right, I don't know does. if that's. I would. I so would. it's evergreen, though, is what we're saying. That's right. These cases right. are good. These cases are just good as anytime. good today as they were yesterday. That's exactly that's right. right. Yeah. Uh, so we are excited uh, to uh, relaunch this show uh, for the new generation of gavel heads, sweeping the nation. That's exactly right. That's, that's right. exactly right. Uh, so head over to Yo Gavel Gavel. In wherever the last you're listening two years, to we this. switched generations. Yes, the, two years, ago, three years ago, was an no, old. No, I don't think people were ready. An I don't think they were gavel ready. Generation, the old, the old guard. Yes. These are the new. This is the new generation of gavel heads. Yes, and we couldn't make that any clearer. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, we got two cases for you today. Yeah, we do. I've watched one. Dan's watched one. Right. We're going to explain them to each other and try to guess mm-hmm. the outcome just by hearing. Yeah. We're going to put on our our robes as if you're watching on Philo TV. Oh, um, on Philo TV. Yes, oh, yes. exactly. Right. Is, yeah, yeah, if you're right. watching today on Philo TV, you can is, see us. So, the, yeah, this is in the deck to Hallmark feed. Exactly I right. forgot. That's yeah, exactly of course. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have Judge Jerry. You have. Jerry. I got Judge Mathis. Old standby. All right, I'll, I'll, flip, I'll flip the coin. That's uh, you. Do it's you want to go first or yeah, second? I'm going to go first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was me the whole way. I called it. You um, did. Randy Davis. Randy Davis. See how I'm not too good for that? I clap along. Randy Davis is suing James Weirda. Weirda? Weirda. Let's go with Weirda. Um, he's a very old white gentleman That's in a weird, suit huh? and, and that feels as though like he's mad he has to be there. Suing him for $2,032. James Weirda is counter-suing for $1,500 in emotional distress. Now, we find out later James only goes by Jim. So if I say Jim later on, that's who James is. Okay. Uh, Randy uh, is like, hey, I've lived in this house uh, basically my whole life. And it used to be my dad's house. And then my dad got older, and then I got the house in 2010. 
And my dad has since actually moved back in with me because he's older now, uh-huh. and he's moved back in with me. He he moved off for a while and he moved back in. Well, we've had the same neighbor Jim for as long as I've, Jim. I've lived there. Um, in 2010, I got a phone call saying, separated by a fence. Did he give some uh, sage advice? Right now, there's a fence. Style. I don't know if sage advice is happening. Okay. Uh, drunk lawn mowing is probably happening. In 2010, I get a call saying that Jim had run his lawnmower into my fence while intoxicated. I got that phone call. And Listen, while, and and like we I, have all been yeah, there. I came back. I came home. The fence was broken. I had to fix the fence. I didn't charge Jim for it. Well, for the last ten That's years, nice. he's called the police on me for noise complaints and code violations over and over and over again. Code violations. Mass is like, what? What kind of? What are you talking about? What? What? what what's happening? Um, he's like, well, when I repaired the fence that he broke, I didn't get a permit for it. And apparently, you're supposed to do that. He called the police on. Hold me. on. So yes. Randy. <laughs> Fixes the fence right. that Jim broke. That's right. Jim Did, claims he doesn't. He, had, he didn't break. Okay. It. Yeah. Didn't charge him for it. And then and Jim has the gall call the assessor to get a. Per, uh, he didn't have a permit. Bulls. That's right. Yeah. He so called, wait. If you're repairing a fence you've already had up, it depends on the city and the neighborhood. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that would be the case. Oh, I, actually, I think it is true in City of Greenville. Um, that's wow. wild. City of Greenville is crazy with their permits. They're yeah. permit crazy. I don't. I don't. I didn't have to get a permit on my fence. Which fence? Oh, you didn't? No, didn't not that I know lines. of. Uh, I mean, the the company did. Yeah, they they called someone to come out and spray okay. lines. Okay. Maybe it wasn't a fence. Uh, pro- I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. Back to it. He said, "Hey, I, when I had my driveway resealed, I had to park on the street." Well, he would call whenever I was parked Ugh. in front of my. Uh, I've had that neighbor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he always looking calls, at you. Yeah, he, he always calls me Junior because my dad calls me Junior. My dad is Randy Davis Senior, and. Uh, and, and, and he would always tell me my car was parked in a place to where if my lawnmower hits it, the damage is actually your fault because your car is parked in front of my house or, or whatever. To be clear, and though, you can't, you can't sue someone for calling you junior, right? You can't. Okay. But he just was trying to say he's being belittled. And he's I like, see. And he's just such a terrible driver on a lawnmower. So How old is Randy? Randy's like probably in between our ages. Okay. He's probably like 38, okay. 37. And Jim's probably like double that? Jim is definitely in his 70s. Old dude. Mm-hmm. He's there and he's like, well, I moved in over a decade ago and there's just been little disputes. Um, I've never damaged his property at all. That lawnmower accident never happened. Didn't Just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. Mathis is like, Randy, you got any proof? And Randy's like, I have a statement from my father who says the accident did happen. He hands wow. a statement Jim's like, not true. Just didn't happen. And Matt's is like, so this guy's dad just made this up in court? And Jim's like, basically, he's mad because he's been driving across my lawn to get to his lawn. That's where this all started. And Randy's like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. He goes, he, he claims the front of the property is a curb, but it's not. It's my driveway. And he goes over that curb to get into his driveway every time that he goes and parks in his driveway. And Mathis is like, what? He's like, yeah, he says it's the curb in between our driveways, but it's my driveway. And this dude's very old. Sorry, uh, Randy's driving over a curb every time he pulls into his driveway? I think in between the two driveways. You know how my driveway is not with you, but the, the other neighbor? Yes. You know there's that strip of like yes. grass? What if that was just a little bit of a woof? I see. I okay. think that's what he's talking about. Okay. He's old. He's clearly like upset. He Can you sue things. for that? I don't. He's not suing. Remember, Randy he's, is suing him. Yeah, but Jim doesn't have a countersuit. Jim is countersuing for emotional distress, fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, so that okay. So it makes like, him sad when he yeah, goes, goes is, over his curb. Mathis is like, 
Okay, so you've called the city. He goes, on and off, I've called the city. They've given him citations. He goes, I have citations for him driving on my lawn. He hands in these papers. Mathis reads the papers. And, and he's like, uh, sir, none of these papers have anything about him driving on your lawn. I need a citation that shows. What are those a, citations? They're a parking violation okay. for parking in front of his house or something. Um, and he's like, let's just move on. Let's just go on. Like, he, he's like, did you damage his fence? He's like, no, I didn't damage his fence. He's like, well, what has he done to you? Like, uh, like, did he damage? Did, did he damage? And he's, well, he damaged my lawn. Randy damaged my lawn. He's like, let me see the pictures. And Mathis is like, well, this picture of your lawn looks perfect. He's like, oh, I gave you the wrong picture. He hands him a different picture. He goes, sir, your lawn is immaculate. There's nothing. And we see the picture. The lawn is pristine. It's perfect. He's like, what are you talking? Like, what are, what is it you're talking about? And he goes, well, it's really hard to see, but if you look closely, you can see tire marks in my grass. And and Mathis is like, no, no, no. Can no. we just live? Yeah. Can we just live? Yeah. Jim? What, what if this uh, this old guy's also racist? I'm glad you asked. We go back to Randy, and he's like. Oh, is Randy a person of color? Uh, no. Oh. No, they're both white, okay. white people. But just wait for it. Okay. He's like, so also not. He goes, so what are you suing for? He goes, you're suing for $232. It seems like Jim has the problem with you. He goes, well, Jim has his own personal weed killer that he calls Asian Orange instead of Agent Orange. He calls it Asian Orange. Well, but why? I don't know why. Agent Orange was used in Vietnam. I, I, I don't know if Jim served. I don't know what it is. He calls his weed killer Asian Orange. And Randy's like, Your Honor, I don't know what in is in this, but it's definitely not legal. And he sprayed it, and it literally killed the grass on the other side of my fence. And he brings these pictures, and the like foot outside of his, his fence is just dirt. He's like... It killed all of this. Now, Jim says that's his property, but I also went, this 38-year-old goes, I also went to the land surveyor in the town to give the property line, and my property line runs off two and a half feet past the fence. That is my property. Here's the proof. Oh, my god! So Mathis is like, and then on the bottom of the fence line, the the fence color is different. He goes, he sprayed all that stuff. It got all over the fence. The stain won't hold. It's retaining water. So now I got a mat, bad fence and I got a messed up yard. Mathis is like, Jim, did you spray? You spray? He goes, just Roundup. I only spray Roundup. I don't know what he's talking about. I just spray Roundup. I, I don't know what he, that, that's, a, that's a lie. I, I don't know what he's talking about. Lawnmower, this Asian orange stuff. Like I just spray Roundup. That's it. Uh-huh. And his dad used to spray Roundup. And that's normal. That's a normal thing that we do here. The only thing I ever sprayed was Roundup. And in the nine years I've lived here, his father has routinely been in the backyard spraying Roundup too. That's not me. I didn't do that. Math is like, what about the damage to the lawn? That's always been there. Jim goes, yeah, that's always been there. His lawns always looks like dirt around the fence. It's always been there. Oh, man. And Mathis goes, sir, why do you think he's here? <laughs> why do you think he's gone through all this trouble? And he goes, he's suing me because he's mad that I called and got him tickets for parking in front of my house. It's illegal to park there. He got a violation. He's mad. And so he's made this stuff up to bring me to court to sue me. It's pretty good defense. He's mad. Pretty good defense. And Mathis is like, okay, what's your counterclaim? He's like, well... I have $1,500 emotional distress because he's constantly arguing with me and driving over my lawn and parking in front of my curb. 
Mathis is like, well, I'm throwing that out immediately. Let's get back to the, the 2032. He's like, Randy, where do you get $2,032 from? He goes, I have an estimate of what the repairs are going to cost for the fence and the lawn. Hands him the estimate. And Mathis then turns to Jim and goes, I understand you're mad. I understand he. you think he's mad. And he clearly is about getting tickets and getting called on for noise, or, noise ordinances and parking in front of your house. I understand that. But do you mean to tell me this man, because he was mad at you, had estimates written up for his yard, went to land surveyors and got property lines, took pictures just to get back at you for $2,000. And Jim says, yes, sir. Wow. And Mathis is ready to rule. Oh, man, that's tough. I'm trying to... uh, the, The evidence that Randy has brought is uh, the pictures of his grass getting messed up yeah, by the discoloration yard is messed up. No grass is growing uh, and a property, a thing that shows that that is his property. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, the problem is, is there's no actual proof of him spraying the agent orange, Asian orange, as he calls it on his can, property. It's, it's part of the court case. You can say Asian orange. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to choose not to, uh, cause it feels like a trick. Um, so I think it's tough because I did all this just to make you say Asian orange. Yes. I think, um, I don't, I don't think anybody's going to get any money. And I think Mathis might just be like, Hey Jim, just chill. Like, <laughs> Just chill. It, it does not matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if someone parks in front of your house every once in a while. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. So just, like, try to be a good neighbor. Like, let's just try to be good neighbors. We can start That's fresh right, right, right here, now. and we can go from there. But I'm, I'm going to say no one's getting any money. You're wrong. I love Mathis. He's my favorite for this reason. He just doesn't deal with any BS. He just looks at Jim, and he goes, I just don't believe you, sir. I think you're lying, and I'm going to judge for in favor of the plaintiff $2,032. You need to pay him his money. And that's the end well, of the there case. you go. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. I mean, can you do that though? Can you just think if you're that someone's Mathis, you can. can? You just think that someone's lying. I mean, one dude went to a land surveyor. How long would it take you to find a land yeah, surveyor? Get him out to your property. That's true. that's true. Like you put in a lot of legwork to make two thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, if your time is money, you spent more than two thousand on that's that. True. That's true. Should that's we take true. a break? Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll go to Judge Jerry here on Yo, Yo Gavel Gavel. 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 Welcome back oh, to Yo Gavel Gavel, uh, a special we're back edition. That's right. Um, we're heading over to Judge Jerry, rest in peace, obviously. Obviously. Almost always forget that he's dead. Uh, it's just kind of like I forget it and then I remember. <laughs> and I have to mourn all over again. That's a weird thing. <laughs> he was kind of the worst, Jerry Springer. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every he once was, in a while, was, I, I, every once in a while, a uh, J- uh, Jerry Springer show clip shows up oh. on my news feed. It was a tough time. It was, it was tough a tough time. time. Yes. Tough time where you yeah, just, yeah. you know, like fat shame people and like people would cheer for it. They loved it. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, he had a court show. Had a court show. And we um, keep it alive right here. On yes, that's exactly right. Gavel, gavel. Uh, Luis uh, Shuri <laughs> okay. is suing Frank Scarfuri. I'll have to take your word for it here. <laughs> $4,700. Oh, big money. For gold chain. A lamp, some other random stuff. A gold chain, though. Yes. A Real gold deal, chain. gold chain. Real deal. Real deal. Uh, Frank is countersuing for twenty five seventy for a cushion. 
Um, a I'm tackle sorry. box. A cushion a, singular? A cushion. Okay. A Martha Stewart cushion. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, a tackle box and engagement ring. Okay. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Um, 4,700, 2,400, 2,500? What is it? 4,700, 2,570. 2,570. Got it. Great. Uh, Louise walks in with the Martha Stewart cushion <laughs> and, and tackle box, and she lays it in the middle of the courtroom. Louise. Okay. And, um, I guess that's just, you know, what she's decided to do here. Man, how cool would court cases be if the thing you're arguing over had to be present? It's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a good idea. Um, So Luis explains that Luis and Frank were engaged for 17 years. Wow. They were engaged. Not they didn't didn't know each other for 17 years. They have been engaged for 17 years. And isn't that just common, common, uh, common law marriage, common law marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she explains that over the past 17 years, she's done everything for Frank. She has spent so much money on Frank over the years, as you do when you love somebody. Yeah. Sometimes you spend money on each other. Sometimes you spend money to get your loved one's car out of the impound lot. Yeah. Sometimes you go to the hospital when he's had surgery and you feed him ice chips. Sometimes you're there for your loved one after their mom dies. Why did they never get married? Do we get to that? We do get to that. Okay, great. And she explains that after his mom died a few years ago, he became emotionally, financially, and physically abusive. And she says, if I have to, I'll show the evidence. If you ha- you're in a court, I know, but law. she doesn't want to embarrass them, is okay. what she says. Are we going to get to see the evidence? Uh, no, not going to get to see that evidence. He, she didn't have any evidence. Uh, so it. she explains that she went on a girl's trip. We love we love that. We go on the girl's trip. We love a good girl's trip. We love trip. a girl's trip. We love a boy's trip. Um, <laughs> boy's trip? Boy's trip. When she came back, he was very nasty. And um, mean? <laughs> like mean, yeah, not okay. like I, I, mean, I think he's taking a shower. I don't know. Um, as far as I know, it was just being rude. Okay, got it. <laughs> and um, accuses her of cheating on him mm. on this trip with a seventy-five-year-old. <laughs> she's sixty-seven. Um, Frank says, "Luis." She's like, I would never like a seventy-five-year-old. Yeah, are you like, kidding me? Like Eight that's years older than yeah, me. so old. And Frank is like, Luis, you already have one foot in the grave. Of course, you're sleeping with a seventy-five-year-old. Wow, God, she is not taking that well. Uh, one day, Luis gets a text from a friend showing that Frank is on Facebook dating. I didn't, didn't know, know it thing. existed, and that is- didn't know it existed. Facebook dating. She says that she claims it's like Aaron is nodding that it does exist. Facebook dating does exist. All right. Not your go to Aaron. Um, it's my least favorite of all the dating sites. Yeah. Well, probably because it's, it's filled with Frank's and Luis's out there. Yeah. It's people who couldn't find dates on other sites and yeah, just there. So, uh, we see his dating profile and, uh, apparently he claimed to her, that he was hacked, that it was a, a someone, someone made this profile. Hit. It was a hit. She then shows a text from a woman that she claims he went to go meet up with. She calls this woman. What What was it? The immediate. Uh, 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 how do you say it? Amityville horror. Amityville. Amityville horror. Ho is what she calls her. Amityville horror. Ho. Yes. 
saw them. Live. I think she's located there. I don't know, but she keeps saying that over and over again. Um, then she caught him sleeping with quote unquote a bar hoe. Oh, bar hoe, yeah. So, <laughs> run of the mill. So Jerry is like, okay, you have told us that he is sometimes rude and that he cheats. What are you suing for? Yeah. Let's and she that. says, I'm suing for the stuff that I have given him over the years, mm. including the gold chain. Yeah. Frank's turn to talk. <sighs> Frank says, the first time I met her, I knew I wanted to marry her. Uh, she claimed that she was 40. Turns out she was 47. She says, I said I was in my 40s. Uh, of course, of course, of course. Um, he says, every few years, they would get close to getting married. Yeah. And she would say, I'm not ready yet. And <laughs> so he she was said, the one holding this up. And he says, all I wanted was to get married and to have one more kid. She knew that. And she kept pushing things back. Yeah. Well, she's in her, I mean, she's 47. She's now in her 60s. Yeah. Well, she has, yeah, like late, late, uh, early 60s or something. Got it. Um, and so one night at a club, they, they go to the club. Yeah, still. you can find them in the club. So full of bub. they're just like different than me. Like when I'm in my 50s, 60s. <laughs> when you're in Heck, your 30s. When I'm in my 30s, I'm not going to the club. Yeah. But I just live differently than they do. Um, one night at the club, a guy came up and was like, hey, like like he knew her. And she runs to the bathroom, runs away. Yep. And he's like, I knew right then and there she's been cheating on me. Mm. She's embarrassed. She's been cheating on me. She's like, this never happened. Never happened. A very interesting voice you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and he is like, she is suing me for this gold chain. She got me this gold chain for my 50th birthday. She knew I always wanted a gold chain. <laughs> she got me the gold chain for my birthday. This is wild. If you think that you think if she just wanted the money instead of the chain, like isn't she just suing for the money? The money, yes. So he gets to keep the gold chain, right? In theory, I guess he could so, give it back, but I don't know. Uh, she says, yes, I did buy the chain for him. But it was a conditional gift. I told him, you'll get this gold chain when you stop drinking. Oh. He never stopped drinking. And he, and he just chain? took the chain. He took it. He stole the chain. I'm going to take it. He's like, that's not true. She gave it to me on my birthday. She knew I always wanted a gold chain. It was a great 50th birthday gift. <laughs> Which, note to self, on, on, on your 50th, on my, 50th, on my I'm going like to give you a single solitary gold chain. I'm going to give you a gold chain for your with birthday. my black t-shirt. 100%. Uh, and you'll look great. awesome. It's going to pop. You'll look awesome. Frank then goes to the stuff on the floor. You remember that? The stuff on the floor, of course. And, he, and uh, he's like, this is some of the stuff that I'm suing for. If you look here, this cushion, <laughs> the top of it's clearly new. And I'll explain to you why it's new. She took a knife. To my Martha Stewart cushion. <laughs> what is that, $50? Went down, uh, stuffing everywhere. Oh, boy. If she doesn't still care for me, why'd she get it reupholstered? <laughs> so stupid. So, in short. <laughs> so stupid. If you, if you uh, don't, don't mind. In short, she is suing for the gold chain, yeah. a lamp, some other random yeah. stuff. He's suing for an engagement he ring. He is suing for an engagement ring. That she claims he stole back from her 
when they broke up and pawned it. That's where it is. Because she's like, I don't have this ring yeah. anymore. He's like, you have to have the ring. And she's like, no, you, you took it and you pawned it. He's ready to roll. So I don't know. Jer- Jerry does his own thing. He's not even in a court of law. He's just doing Jerry. Uh, we know that an engagement ring is the only conditional gift. We know that, right? Yeah. Like a, it's a gift that you has to be returned if you don't get married, right? Isn't that the rule? We, we haven't gaveled Something like that, yeah. This is the reverse of that, where they get to keep it regardless. I'm pretty sure it's the only conditional gift. I think nobody's getting anything. I think everybody's just going to keep their stuff and they need to not talk to each other anymore. That's what I think. Um, no, not necessarily. Ah. Now, he, uh, Jerry explains, there's no proof that you said that the chain was conditional and there's no proof that um, that you have the ring, basically, or you, uh. yeah, that you don't, or whatever. Basically, those two things are going to cancel each other out. Um, he says, as you can see, she gave you back your tackle box and your Martha Stewart cushion. What more? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you have that back. You have to pay for the other stuff. The the lamp, <sighs> other thing. It's $1,200. Okay. She's going to get $1,200. So the ring, no. That's, gavel, gavel, that's the gavel. Now, she says, uh, quit being so despicable to Frank. Frank says, quit being such a hoe. They fight. They're just like, she gets, she's like, kiss, she's like, and then they get no, engaged. No, nope, she's like, fight. what'd you call me? What? And he's like, I just want to get out of here. How do I get out of here? No one is helping him get out of the courtroom. And she's just like, you're a, dis- you're a, dis- you're a disgrace to America. She wow, says at one point. To America. And he's like, can someone help me get out of here? <laughs> Never do see him exit the courtroom. Wow. Just he's still there to this day. He's still there to this day. And that is... That's how we gavel. Yo, gavel, gavel. That's how we gavel right there. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe. Yeah. We have, I think, like three years worth of episodes. That's right. In the hopper, ready to go. Ready to go. You're going to love it. If you can't wait, join BrambleJamPlus.com and you can listen to all of them right now. Right now. But starting next week, you can enjoy on Thursdays the little yo gavel gavel. Yo in gavel your gavel. Feed. I love um, it. Very excited about that. Uh, Dan, we will be back next week with more. Until then, all, all rise. rise. Yo Gavel Gavel is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live in Greenville, South Carolina at the Bramble Jam Podcast Network Studios. It's produced by Brandon Gray. For more information, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com slash gavel. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.